With another Carnegie Natural podcast, uh, naked, sh- yeah, afraid. um, that intended <laughs> and yeah. un- unedited, unfiltered, uncut, unedited, but also edited, maybe in the future. We still haven't gotten that yet, <laughs> we're working on it. Yeah, shout out to Eddie for that great uh, hog calling to start us off. Um, that, that wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> no yeah we actually we, we hired a professional hog caller yeah. uh, we found him uh, through YouTube uh, he, he won the uh, the Indiana contest for uh, hog calling in what year? Um, 20, 2013 2012 yeah the world was gonna end so you got, you got a washed up <laughs> hog caller yeah uh, well hog calling really hit its peak back in 2012 <laughs> Uh, Didn't we yeah. all? All the kids were doing it. Yeah. All the yeah. yeah. The, the rise in factory farming has really reduced the need for hog collars. So, um, <laughs> Mr. 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 Hog Collar, uh, what what uh, what inspires you? Um, the, the the hog calling video that we were referring to with that intro really inspires me. Search on YouTube hog calling contest. What do the different hog calling sounds mean? I don't know. <laughs> I just think they're funny. <laughs> okay. And that's that from our uh, <laughs> champion hog caller, uh, not Eddie Goble. Um, oh, yeah. Today we have a special guest, Miss Abigail Levine. Yes. Hello. That is I. Oh, uh, you're a bit far away. You gotta come I in. I gotta move closer. You gotta move in. Well, mm. I got the really small chair on the ground. Yeah. It is me, oh. Abigail Levine, in the flesh. Mm. Wow. Um, yeah, in the the flesh. So I guess, uh, introduction, Abigail goes to CMU. I do. As we all do. Like we all do. Like we all do. You can just assume that. Yeah. Besides. Um, I was actually, um, a UAA men's indoor track and field champion in 2019. Ah, congrats. What her sweatshirt says. It does. That's pretty. definitely me. That's pretty awesome. So we got another runner in the, in the mix. Quite a bring balance to this podcast because we were minus a runner. <laughs> I really came back. See how we're wearing the same sweatshirt, Josh and oh, I. Oh, we are. I, was I am. In. I am also a men's twenty nineteen <laughs> UAA champion. So, yeah, so actually. tell me about this championship that you. you <laughs> <pulled on. laughs> was it a uh, team effort um, between the two of you? I, I think it was a team effort, um, but a, a small team effort. But the whole team received sweatshirts, but the men's team only. So you know, we can we can debate that. For a little while, but uh, there were a lot of points scored in 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 several events, at least. Yeah, more than two for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Josh may or may not have scored ten, so that was that's pretty cool. More than Oh no, yeah, yeah, more than ten. More than I had my three k. Oh yeah. yeah, I forgot about that. Glorious. Was this <laughs> was this Josh's legendary five k race? This was yeah. Josh's legendary five k race. Wow. Yeah. Josh, no longer. Twenty nineteen was a great year for me. Abruptly ended. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess does it count as a great year if it was, you know, towards the end was when everything That's true. It's downhill. not how you start, it's how you finish. <laughs> Josh, I think we should talk about your glory days a little bit. Um, no, I actually, I have a really sad tale that I tell you. I went to sleep last night and I had a dream. My first dream ever where in my dream I was on crutches. Wow. Oh, oh no. That's hard. I feel like we should unpack that. That was... <laughs> <laughs> I was <laughs> how did that make you feel? I was very much devastated because since uh, I broke my ankle in November, the only times I could walk was in my dreams. No longer now. Nothing is safe. 
<laughs> do you think that could be a sign that your your brain is eventually accepting sort of the trauma that you've gone through? Ooh. Ooh. That's that's actually a positive way of looking at it, I think. Oh man, if only I'd taken personality psychology. <laughs> <laughs> so so what were you doing while you were on crutches? Was it just like a like menial tasks or? Uh I think I was I was wa- I was walking around and I was it? I don't know if this is the same dream. I I feel like I was trading office hours with Jacob Halizowski. As one does. As one does. Because I'm a TA for a class here, but like Jacob is not. He's since graduated. Jacob, mm-hmm. former CMU student. Former CMU student. Uh, shout out Jacob Halizowski. Shout out to Jacob Halizowski. <laughs> You're listening to this podcast. Can I give a specific shout out to Jacob Halizowski? Because he has cleaned the entirety of Midway. He even used a mop. I didn't know they had a mop in that house. It's pretty impressive. Yeah. I highly recommend checking it out. Really? Since so he moved in. Yeah. Wow. yeah. So Jacob Halizowski is like a real adult, but he is living in uh, one of our college houses. <laughs> <laughs> That's a short story. And so as a functioning person, he's cleaning the house. Yeah. It's great. So you were on crutches and Jacob was there. And you were trading TA Yeah, because, like, tomorrow, I guess it's been stressing me subconsciously because uh, mm-hmm. I have office hours tomorrow, but I don't want to go down to campus for no reason because it's extreme difficulty. So I was trading Jacob Halizowski for him. He's like, oh, yeah, I can cover you. <laughs> I can cover parallel computing architecture <laughs> as, a, as a mechanical engineer. I could see him bringing his keyboard to class and just making a song to entertain the students. He did that. Uh, he, he gave us guest lecture in Star Wars. And he uh, and you were the only one who was there. I was the only one there. You guys didn't see this, but he brought his keyboard and played a little Star Wars tune for the class. Hmm. Wow, he's so talented. And we got audited that class. Yeah, we got audited. <laughs> that was the class. <laughs> <laughs> they they okay. were uh, they were unclear as to where three of the four uh, teachers were, but as long I think as Jacob Jacob's there. piano skills made up for it. Oh, that's good. Was yeah. it, it, was, it was the TA that has none of it, right? We talked about this last week. The TA that just doesn't like us. Or not the TA, the, the, the auditor. auditor. Um, Which one? The one that's we, like, it's the, it's the, it's the girl. The, the, I don't know, I've never seen an auditor in my life because I've never there. The, the auditor who will remain anonymous. Uh, yeah, probably, probably a big Star Trek fan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah one of those. That's my philosophy. Yeah, yeah. Um, we had a cool guy this semester, or last semester, and we had the worst class, I think, of the entire four semesters of CMU, yeah. and he was cool with it, so. So auditing is kind of an interesting topic, because we actually found out this week that we were featured in a news article. <laughs> <laughs> this what? was, uh, oh, Josh, did you not see this? No. I posted, was, he yeah, put yeah, in I posted the chat, about yeah. it in our, in our chat. So there is... I don't, I don't click links, clickbait. <laughs> Even from his clickbait. friends, Josh doesn't <laughs> click on links. Um, Never be too safe. Yeah, so there, there was this article posted on a couple of, like, opinion news sites Mm -hmm. that was complaining about CMU's Stuka department, um, basically saying that it offered just pop culture classes that were taught uh, by students to students and how that was, uh, I think he said, the downfall of education in the United States. That's what I think of when I think of you guys. And that's about all the article said. He's not wrong. (laughs) (laughs) It was a very very bad article and, um, yeah. Objectively. I went to a meeting, um, this is where I heard about it from one of the people who runs the like the student taught courses and was explaining to us like, yeah, we got, there was an article written about CMU teaching these courses on, you know, Harry Potter, Game of Thrones, Star Wars for credit. And there's a lot of misinformation apparently in it, but it, it gathered enough kind of attention that there were like calls placed between like CMU administration. They tried to, um, shut us down. Well, no, they were just, 
I mean, they were like, so yeah, this, this, this article, this article is, is wrong, but they were like, you know, this is something, something to consider. Um, yeah. I don't know who would ever complain about taking a class about Star Wars. Yeah, I mean, Marvel. if they took 10 seconds to research it, they'd realize it was for one credit. <laughs> and it's optional. And you can only get a max of nine units, so with three credits. Three credits. And, it's, uh, it's a PE and class, it's pass fail. Yeah. <laughs> so so the, the article, um, they actually quoted our syllabus, writing, <laughs> This course will focus primarily on the six Star Wars films and their impact on pop culture. In each class, we will discuss a particular topic relevant to the films. Another course department description reads, by the end of the course, students should have a good understanding of the Star Wars franchise and why it continues to impact uh, people today. National Association of Scholars spokesman David Randall told Campus Reform that the student-led courses at Carnegie Mellon are a symptom of a larger problem in higher education. Do wait, so they they, they get from our syllabus. Yeah, yeah, yeah they were, we're famous. Not only, <laughs> we're famous. Not, only, yeah, not only is it our syllabus, it's the outdated one. That we spent a really long time trying to fix. It said only six movies. Obviously, there's more than six. Oh movies yeah, yeah. <laughs> they should like read our updated one. Well, it was never six movies. Our updated <laughs> syllabus has the Death Star model kit like instructions as a mandatory textbook. Yeah. So <laughs> maybe it's a good thing they didn't find our. <laughs> maybe that article was secretly written by someone you failed. Mark it? Moody. <laughs> Is that the only person you failed? That's the only person you failed. Then I don't think that was him, but it was an idea. So, Abigail, would you say that there's any classes you've taken at CMU that are a symptom of a larger problem in the <laughs> education system? Well, I'm currently getting um, three units for taking intro to yoga, this mini. And, um, very nice. But I, How I, America's I, I fallen. Like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, the instructor is very intense, and she yells at us if you're late or if you show up on the first day wearing jeans, jeans yeah. like someone did. And I'm yeah. not really sure what, what they about, expected. What about yoga jorts, class. though? <laughs> she she jorts. did specify you just need clothes you can move in, and shorts were okay. So I think jorts, I mean, it would be hard to stretch, like, your hips and your glutes in jorts, hmm. I would think. Um, oh, well, it depends how short you cut them. That's true. So it, and it's always sunny. What about, what about cargo, <laughs> this cargo is a pants? Issue. Hmm? Cargo pants. You know, cargo pants? Yeah. <laughs> I still think they're not they're not very Maybe not cargo flexible. pants. But imagine how much cargo you could get. You can <laughs> hiking, <laughs> hiking pants you can zip off the bottoms. Ooh. Ooh. I think that would be when it gets too for hot. flexibility, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you need to do yoga while you're hiking, you yeah. can just zip off the bottom part. That's fair. Uh, oh, can you imagine being in a yoga class with some tear off jeans and then like <laughs> whatever it kind of like it's like too tight, you just <laughs> rip them off. If hiking jeans exist, I wanna see them. Hiking you know tear off jeans. Well, hiking tear-off jeans. Hiking tear-off jeans? What would make the jeans hiking jeans? If you can tear them off. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, silly you. Like. I feel like there were some redundant adjectives in there then, but, but all right. Well, I guess it could be like stripper jeans. That's like, true. Uh, that would okay. be a whole different genre of stripping off. Or what, 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 what was the well, Those yeah. aren't designed for tear performance, jeans. though. That's yeah. the difference between stripper jeans oh, and hiking jeans. Oh, okay. Jeans. Yeah. Well, hiking both, jeans are also for terrible. performance, a different type of performance. Right. Well, no, I was saying performance as in, like, <laughs> like performance uh, material as a for Like, the physically performing performing arts. something. The, yeah, the, the yeah. fine arts. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so I guess they're both performing jeans. Yeah, they're Performance. Per performance Performance jeans, jeans that yeah. are tearaway. Yeah. Yeah. And you just don't, you have to spe not specify what they're for. Yeah. Yeah. Startup idea. <laughs> Tear off jeans. <laughs> that can be used for both hiking and stripping. Yeah. Oh, you gotta be... Well-rounded in your of products. Of course, yeah. You know. I actually can't get over that. We were put as a, I don't know, a scarecrow 
to like signify poor U.S. college education. <laughs> yeah, Dumbing yeah. down. <laughs> Josh is not over it. They, they said, "Where should we go to look at how college education system is failing in the United States?" And they said, "Carnegie Mellon University. <laughs> yeah. That's where we're going to start with." And then they like looked even further, and they're like Stuco. And then they looked even into that, and we're like, Star Wars too. <laughs> this one in particular. They must have not liked episode eight or nine. Or yeah, that's other. probably where it came from. That's <laughs> what they're thinking of. I but mean, maybe- Emmy and Alice taught us slacklining Stuco, and we just used slacklines for 50 minutes. <laughs> I got I got three credits for that. Yeah. So. Are yeah. they still it. teaching it? Or is, no, is they're it not doing it this semester. Emmy and Paru did, last did it last semester. Yeah, yeah. But. Well, it would be kind of tough. Yeah, they were scared that Coach would find out. <clears throat> Or that one of us would get hurt doing it, and then Coach would find out. I don't. I don't like. I don't like falling. Mm-hmm. That's I fair. I don't like falling. I'm kind of scared now of falling. It's reasonable. Forever. Slacklining seems pretty hard, based on my viewings of it is the office. Oh no! I was I, th- I was thinking the same thing with, with Dwight, and he's like he's like bleeding, <laughs> he's bloody. <laughs> he's, he's falling off. It's because the Dwight too like hops on the slack line. He's like, I have really big inner ears. So I'm really good at balancing, and then Dwight, <laughs> and then Dwight shows up, and he's like, "I can do it too," and then eats it like eight times in a row. So I never took the slackline good class. Do they talk about the inner ear size and? No. That's, okay. No. That's, that's so it was, it was kind of just slacklining in practice and not slacklining theory. Um. Yeah. The the only the first class was was indoors, and mm-hmm. then we were outdoors, just you know, really really getting into the into the art of it. Um, we did learn how to set up slack lines. That's mm. that's. I mean, it's still practical, but it, it's a little theoretical and sort of. There's different techniques you can use. Okay. Um, the taco is the most common. Interesting. Um, but there's definitely there's definitely sort of um, you know disagreements in the field about that. What is the taco? Um, it's when you wrap it around a tree or a pole, and then you fold the slack line in half like a taco hmm. to feed it through to Hard make show. sure that it doesn't twist. Hmm. Interesting. Um, and then there's there's one inch versus two inch slack lines, how wide it is, and then of course there's how slack you make it. So it's really easy. It's easier if you make it really tight, but the better you are at slack lining, you're, it's sort of a status thing if you can make this the slack line more slack. Huh. So. I'm always like, do you ever like watch those videos of like the guy like um, tight roping across the Niagara Falls? No, I, of, I can't. I've seen that before. It's, it's terrifying. It's like, and they have like the massive kind of, I don't know, like pole to like yeah. keep yeah. themselves balanced. That's like I think there's like a subreddit called R Sweaty Palms, and all the videos <laughs> give you sweaty palms. Yeah, and that's kind of the content that they have. Mom spaghetti. When I was a kid, I had, I had a, <laughs> I had a short-lived obsession with like looking up things of people like chucking themselves down Niagara Falls, like in barrels, like in submarines. And so used to do I that. feel like we should unpack that. <laughs> yeah, what did, it, what did it what did it mean for me deep down? I like this catchphrase. I feel like we should unpack that. There's, there's a lot to read here. There's a lot to unpack here. Yeah, Josh, why do you watch videos of people throwing themselves over <laughs> there? It wasn't the it, it's not me now. It was probably me back in like original did, YouTube. So like, you've gotten over it. Did you want to eat them or did you just like watching it? I think did you also want to eat yourself off of that? <laughs> I think it maybe. I think it was it's just crazy that someone's like, I wonder if I can survive going di- down Niagara Falls in a barrel and then they just like try it. Like There's what? only one way to find it. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it funny that I feel like there's a lot of people out there that are just their goal in life is just figuring out how many things they can do with just narrowly a missing death. I think the the person that went down in the barrel survived. Yeah. I I've and a person that went down in like this kind of metal kayak thing broke every bone in his body or something or died. 
<laughs> it seemed like he he had a very like he had a very synonymous <laughs> <words>. <laughs> <Same thing. laughs> he had a very complex like like structure around him and he he did not make it but someone in a barrel like i think it was a some or old man in, in a barrel could you survive breaking every bone in your body every single one <laughs> I, I feel like there i mean the, does like your skull like, that's, do the, that's a bone. Is that right? So then, I guess there's. So you mean like fracture or there's break? There's ways you could like break your skull without. Like I'm talking a crack like in all. You'd hurt so your fractures. brain somehow, yeah, yeah. and that could be really dangerous. You'd have to get at least a really bad concussion from cracking. Yeah, you your crack skull. your skull. Oh my god. I feel like mm. the problem is like if you break your ribs, like all of them, odds are one of them's gonna puncture your lung or something. You know that's what the I mean? point. Mm. That could that could you do it carefully though. Yeah. One of the time. You said the little hammer. Do a good surgeon, just carefully break everybody. <laughs> it's a controlled break. It has to be all instant though. At the same time. We're saying we think you'd be more likely to survive if you did it one at a time. Yeah, but that's not the but point. But that wouldn't. Well, I mean, yeah, well, you would have every, at, at the end of it, you'd have every broke, every bone in your body would be broken. Like it wouldn't take so much time if they start healing again. Don't yeah, you? Yeah. No, your inner, your, your ears have bones inside them, don't they? Like a really yeah. tiny one. You mean you're really doctor's tiny gonna, doctor's gonna break that one. <laughs> I, I, don't think, I don't think they change the size of the surgeon based on the surgery too. <laughs> has any? Is it? Can you not break those bones Ooh. in your ear? Well, I don't want to. <laughs> I'm why sure not? it wouldn't be fun. <laughs> yeah. yeah, why not, Josh? There's a lot of time. You're talking about jumping off of Niagara Falls here. I feel like you might want to break those bones. I don't know, man. Like, <laughs> so, I feel like that bone won't heal very well. You don't. You don't even get. A, you can't have a cast in your ear, or like you can't put screws in your your inner ear bone. I think is that the usually you need like a like one of those like sticks that come out of it for like balance like to help you balance or something i've seen that before like you i don't know I, i'm not gonna bones, talk to you about this sometimes they do like screws you could probably do like little screws in yeah here. i don't i don't like, like I don't pins. Want i don't want yeah pin you're I, triggering josh that'd be so strange <laughs> i'm sorry i'm sorry i should have been started with the content warning yeah but. so josh let's talk about uh, <laughs> let's talk about your pins do we always talk about my pins I don't know if we. I don't know if we specifically talked about your pins. What, what pins? The the the, the screws pins. in my legs. Yeah, my boil, bowling. Oh, pins. Right. <laughs> okay. I they were, okay. They're screws. screws. They're screws. They're titanium. They're in my leg. They make my leg really unhappy, so they might have to go, which <laughs> which might involve another surgery, which is like not a pleasurable experience. Mm. Mm. It involves waking up really early in the morning. That's why it's important. Dude, no. Yeah, first that, and then they like, then you gotta get naked and get this, put on this gown that's way too short. <laughs> As we talked about, before. As we talked about last podcast, and like, actually, the gown before my second surgery had like a big rip in it, but like it was fortunately up, up high. Yikes. That was intentional. Intentional. <laughs> All right, the doctor was feisty. Look good while you were. Uh, getting yeah, it was. Surgery. It was a fashion statement. Yeah, but. But yeah, they're gonna have to be removed. I think so. That's not gonna be fun. Because uh, he has to get up early. Yeah, I have to get up early, and like they're they're, they're gonna they have to cut me along the whole length again, uh, and that takes a long time to heal because it hasn't even healed yet. So I'm gonna have to wait another. So why would months. they take them out? Because my body is like not healing with them inside me. The bone is healed, but the tissue is not. Not really. The yeah. bone is healed. The bone the bone is just about healed now. There's no like visible crack, and they usually like keep the screws in you at mo- for like another like couple like two months just to have your bone like totally fully heal. Mm-hmm. But oh. like they're like, we want these to come out of you because it's bothering your skin. And they were never supposed to be permanent. I thought they were screws. Only were um, no, they were gonna be permanent. But like, if they were gonna take them out, 
Like sometimes they do take screws out oh, okay. because I do have a screw connecting my the head of my two like sh- my shin bone and my fibula, and that one needs to go if I wanted to ever like run again. I feel like it's a better isn't it a better long term solution to have to not have screws in you? Yes. Yeah. Okay. But so, they need to put the screws in you, or else you're gonna get arthritis because that's the only way to hold it in the right place. So okay. when you say screws, are you talking Phillips or flathead? Yeah. What kind of drivers? You're gonna have to ask my surgeon. <laughs> <laughs> I hope Phillips though. What are the symptoms of the like tissue damage? That you're well, the wound doesn't close, and it outputs. I, is I, that because of your your pins? Your that's what they think, because like it's um and also because like uh when your body's reacting adversely to like the, all the pins and the ti- like it's just titanium plate underneath, it mm-hmm. kind of like has this immune response of generating a lot of like not blood but just like like kind of like this clear fluid. It doesn't have anything in it. But, like, it's just this, it's like an immune response. And so, like, I'm constantly bleeding. Or Yikes. It's, it's because yeah. you never give up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my immune system is just not, is not getting tired. They're like, yeah. That only kind of happens when I put a bandage on, because then it just traps everything. It gets nasty, but. I wonder if immune systems have personalities. If Josh is just such a hardcore guy that his immune system is also just over oh. the top, running 70 miles a week. 70. Come on, Tim. 90. <laughs> Learn this. Keep going. I was reading that, uh, it was really, it was, I've read this book over the winter, because I had the time, about, like, evolutionary biology. And it was talking about how, like, you could, um, or something about your immune system goes into your, like, body odor, like a pheromone almost. And that, that people with, like, different immune systems were, like, like, enjoyed the scent of other people's body odor, like, more. Like, there is, like, what they would do is that they'd take, like, like, 100 or 200 men and women and then have them stick gauze pads underneath their armpits to, like, generate that funk. And so... <laughs> and then they had to sniff the gauze pads? And then they, they took that funk and then they gave it to, like, random other people in the group and people would sniff the exact same gauze pad and some people would say, like, this is, like, a great... Like, I think it was one woman said that this scent is, like, the greatest thing I've ever smelled. And I want this as a perfume. And then an- another woman smelled the same gauze pad and said it was the most putrid thing <laughs> she had ever like smelled in her life. I- I've heard that like yeah, pheromones and body odor is like more attractive to some people or like they have taste, but never to the point where it's like someone thinks that's horrifically disgusting and someone's like immediately ready to just go all in for that person. That was it weird sounds like she sure. was ready to just throw it down. There's like weird studies about. I mean, the whole book was just weird studies about genetics. It's called Blueprint, if you want to read it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But, like... Do you feel like you've ever been attracted to someone based on their body based odor based on their smell? body odor? Like, does it have to be sweat? Well, I think there's, like... Well, sweat is definitely the most funk yeah, person. Yeah, it's like, the most funky. Like, but, it like, definitely you know, is a people blast. have kind of, like, a smell. It's not just, like, when they're sweating and they're yeah. gross. Like, sometimes when Eddie walks by me, I just... <laughs> <laughs> Get a whiff of it. Get a whiff like especially post run. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's <laughs> another thing. I think it was like also one where like there was a not negligible correlation between body odor and political like affiliation between like if they were more, more liberal. Like, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull I'm gonna pull that uh, causation is not equal. I know no no. It's like because they were they were pulling out all the random because like they were also interesting to note like. The scent was like somehow aligned with the, like their political party. There might be some what confounding variables at stake here. Yeah, how often yeah. were they bathing? That's true. Mm. Where were they from? You know, could which, be which right. states? How were they measuring the scent? 
smells. It's 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 people people that would prefer each other's scent. Yeah. Or how they would rate the scent. I can see that. I, I just feel story. like it, yeah. So you're saying they would rate scents that had better that had similar political party affiliation. Not not political party, but like ideology. Ideology. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna look into rating people's scents because that seems like something, that seems very arbitrary. Seems like something I might like to do. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how does one uh, partake in this? Eddie, Eddie's looking into career options right now. We need to get some golf pads. I mean, we... Don't you ever see Get those, like, postings in, like, uh, Humanities Building uh, Baker? Oh, like, yeah. Like, for, like, psychology studies? Yeah. Like, are yeah. you, like, over 21 and an active smoker and drinker? Like, those are on the sign bus. up for 15 No, those are the, the bus, 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 bus one. Yeah. Like, addicted to crack? <laughs> <laughs> It'll be like, are you 65 years or older and had a crack addiction for at least 20 years? And I'm like, no. But, it sounds like, like it was actually real. Or it's just like, do no, <laughs> They're real, yeah. No, like, okay. do it. I don't remember exactly the age and the the qualifier, you know, change, you know, because, right, they're looking to do studies, so they look for people with certain either addictions or yeah. medical conditions, but there's just like, in the bus, there's some smiling lady, and it's saying, you know, come out and do our yeah, study at UPMC. Doing wow. math. And you're like, and I kind of want to try it, even though I don't fit any of your criteria. <laughs> I guess there's probably compensation for something like that. Yeah, oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. If you're gonna publicly admit that you did crack, yeah, don't seek help. Come and just. Well, they don't keep usually doing like it. in the study saying here's the name of everyone who was in your study. Like that's not. It's still, I mean, like even facing the people in the study, I feel like it'd be a little bit awkward. Yeah, but. I had a friend who was like part of like a really long term study where like since he was a kid, he like shows up to like the doctor and they take like a cat scan of his brain just to like watch it develop, and he gets like paid like I don't know like a hundred dollars each time. Wow. But it's like it's like once a year, once every couple of years. Yeah. Huh. My brother Lost has track a of weird jaw, and so for a couple of years in the middle there, he had to go to the NIH, which I live really close to, and they like did some tests and stuff on his jaw. He would just get like locked jaw a lot. I don't even know. He just had weird jaw problems, but I think he's better now. Huh. Did That's they good. figure out what was wrong with it? Probably. Nice. Good. <laughs> good glad, him. glad to hear it. <laughs> He also has weird fingers, too, so he has to wear, like, finger braces. Finger braces? Interesting. Yeah, it's like a little never thing considered. that just goes around his knuckle on some of his fingers. I don't really know what's wrong with his his, his body. Do they I bend? Know. I hope. <laughs> yes, he can bend his finger. <laughs> There's a lot of possibility. Like, you need, you need your fingers. It'd be tough. Yeah. It would be tough. Yeah. So I almost got attacked up by a dog walking here. Really? I don't know. I was just walking down Forbes behind this old couple, Mm -hmm. and they're walking their dog, and their dog seemed totally normal. And then I was like going speed, walking fast to them, so I was gonna pass them. And the guy who was walking the dog turned around and saw me and said, and started pushing his wife, going, "Get in the street! Get in the street!" and pulling the dog. And I was like, "Why is he freaking out? Like I'm just walking here." And then as soon as I, the dog realized I was, I was there. He started like barking and jumping at me, and I really love dogs. Yeah, yeah. I would. If I got killed by a dog, like, that would be a fine way for me to go out. I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that. So you're saying that you're just not scared of any dogs? I think there's, like, I mean, I've had times where, like, today where, it, like, I was startled when the dog jumped at me. Yummy. And, like, I would not enjoy not being mauled by a dog. And I wouldn't enjoy that's, that's them biting me. Yes. But I've, I don't think I've ever had, like, true fear from a dog. You have a dog. 
Well, yes, I did. Yeah, but you... Uh, My dog is incredibly not... unintimidating. Yeah, yeah. What's he might his be name? The, his name is Rocky. Mm-hmm. He weighs 12 pounds, and he's white and fluffy. One, two. And he's scared of m- most any dog or cat that's bigger than him, and a lot of cats are bigger than him, so... Yeah, he's a coward, but I love him. So you've mostly had interactions with unintimidating dogs. Yeah. I mean, I've had, like, I've had my fair share of, like, you're running and then a dog sort of jumps at you. Yeah. But that's usually, it's just more just surprise. Um, the only time I've really been a lot of, around a lot of violent dogs is my family. We went on a vacation in Italy and I was running mm-hmm. um, on, like, just, like, some, in a residential area. But a lot of people have, like, guard dogs. Mm-hmm. And so those get a little aggressive if you get too close to the, the house or whatever but again they i just as long as i stayed away from the house they didn't come attack me so hmm. yeah you know our guy evan has he has a dog at home but like whenever we were running like whenever a dog was like nearby he He's like runs to like the opposite really? side of the road yeah but he has a dog he has like a very small dog okay and, you know that, that's like, fair is like very like a house dog basically yeah. But, like, I mean, yeah, I mean, hopefully we'll have him as a guest sometime. I think he he said that he, like, got He, he was, like, attacked by a dog, by a dog one time, oh, like, no. when he was a kid. Well, that'll do it. And so now yeah. he just has this in- instinctual re- reflex to just flee. Yeah. <laughs> flee the scene. I mean, when I was a kid, I was tackled by, like, a very large golden retriever, probably when I was, like, five. A golden retriever? Dude, it was intimidating as hell. <laughs> I can see that. That's scary if it's it's bigger than you. It, it is. Just, like, he didn't... It, the retriever true. probably wasn't trying to hurt you, but just got excited. The thing is, when you're a kid and you see a dog, you shouldn't run, because it just wants to play. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and the thing, like... The thing, like hopped on me it was like it was like a, like an nfl hit right there and like started just licking my face yeah. i don't know didn't feel clean yeah my brother once almost got attacked by a peacock when he was little whoa that's a transition how'd you get so close to it yeah it was like in one of those was some oh. zoo did they have the peacock and they just, just walking, the peacocks around? walking around and the, the peacocks were calm but my brother had popcorn he was like three and the peacock wanted the popcorn, so we started charging at him, but he was three, so of course he like freaked out. Did you know that uh adults are really dramatic? Peacocks are only male. And that the female peacock version is the pea hen. That kind of makes sense, you know, like yeah. given the name. How yeah. we get, how we get <laughs> <laughs> I I saw that on Reddit at some point over the winter. So it's like fifty percent most likely true. Yeah. Yeah, did you it makes, confirm that? <laughs> I mean, I wasn't so interested did in you bother the fact that I, I backed it up on Google. <laughs> All right. So, but like, doesn't it, it makes, it I'm, makes too much sense. I'm just going to put on a general, uh, maybe, maybe, you know, check your sources. You should never least. trust anything I say on this podcast. Probably not. So why, yeah, why, what is a peahen? Why is no one talking about them? Because well, the, the, I mean, you know, <laughs> you know, all birds, like all the, all the male birds are always like brightly colored, but yeah. all the female birds are usually like kind of like they're more camouflaged to like hide in like nests and stuff. Because yeah, the male birds have to be really dramatic to, and impress. to get mates and stuff. So, I mean, like, I guess like chickens, you have hens and then roosters or I guess cocks. Oh, is that like the same type of yeah same semantics? thing, man? Do you know that like when uh they hatch chickens, mm-hmm. chicken eggs, they just take all like they identify which like chicks are male and they just chuck them in like a meat grinder. Whoa! Because they don't need them, I guess, and so they just were like, screw it. Most efficient way to kill chicks is just throw them in the grinder. That was a really fun fact, Josh. I'm really glad you shared. I'm full, <laughs> I'm full of fun facts. <laughs> Doesn't that make you happy? Yeah, I guess we should we should put a, a vegan warning on this one. Yeah. Trigger warning. 
Um, Carnegie Natural is not vegan. This that's, podcast, that's, or, or maybe it is. This is sounds like that's a pro-vegan thing. Yeah, kind of like you're, you know, you're exposing the the dark underbelly of the meat industry. Right. Yeah, oh. I would say that except Josh had a big smile on his face. <laughs> 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 okay, well, you have to know that. You said. Yeah, why are you trying to undermine my online moral like appearance? <laughs> well, I'm, I don't know. Maybe because you said I was a flat earther. Ooh. Ooh. Are you a flat earther? I'm not. He is. But this is not a flat earth <laughs> podcast. Not a flat earth podcast. You can't say things like that, Josh. Transition. Do you guys believe that birds are real? Oh, man. Yes. Uh, Why? Wait, what's, what's the <laughs> counter argument? Yeah, wait, I haven't heard about this one yet. <laughs> oh, you're I haven't formed an opinion. Wait, any knows, right? I know it, yeah. Birds okay. are not real. They were all replaced in the 80s with government propaganda drones. Oh, Jesus Christ. I'm not getting into this one. Eddie, this is all you. Being a robotics minor, I just know that technology is not here. Yeah, wait. We've tried to... We've looked in the building true. birds. That's true. I'll, yeah, I'll give Maybe they just haven't told you about opinion it. After That's Eddie true. says yeah. his, uh, his memes. It's hard as hell to do that. <laughs> I mean, I've looked at, I've looked at the evidence, um, and uh, I'm, still, I'm still in the camp that I think birds are uh, animals. <laughs> Interesting. That. I can respect your opinion. I can I can agree to disagree. But Wait, so you you don't believe in birds? No. Have you ever eaten chicken? Yes. Where do you think it comes from? The government. <laughs> Where do you think everything comes from? It's clearly just people meat. Like, I mean, should we talk about the moon landing? Because. That one's fake. <laughs> now, I, I do believe Stanley Wait, Kubrick. Do you believe in the moon? May have uh, built the moon. Uh, <laughs> that's no moon. <laughs> yeah, it's actually a space station. Yeah. On my um, on my yeah. infinite time on the internet, I watched a video about how uh, it was physically impossible with like the effects that they had at the time to like fake the moon landing, and that it would have been more expensive to create those effects than to actually just physically go to the moon. <laughs> but more expensive, but less risky. What does that ah. mean? But people's lives don't. People mean were dying all the, the government. government. Like the the astronauts were dying. Oh yeah, that's true. But that's you, a good argument. You think yeah. about like. I mean. Gotcha. They didn't care about all the birds. They probably care more about yeah. money. Than <laughs> they the... killed a lot of birds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if they killed all the birds, they probably don't care about three astronauts. Yeah, we probably we probably lost all of our audience by saying the Earth is not flat and that the moon landing was real. <laughs> that the Earth is not flat. So you think we have a bunch of flat Earthers who believe in the moon landing? Yeah, I mean because. You are the greatest flat earther there is. <laughs> <laughs> next, like about, next thing we know, we're going to denounce Scientology. Are there, are there, are there, everybody. I feel like you're overestimating how far your audience is going to make it into this podcast. So they're, they're, we're, we're at 34 minutes. Uh, <laughs> this is kind of a tipping point good. in the podcast. There are fl- I, don't think, I think we've been doing great. <laughs> it depends how far they're running. <laughs> there, are, there, are, there are flat earthers, yeah, and there are, there are moon landing deniers, but are there flat mooners? Mm. No, 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 no. It's way easier to prove that the moon is round. Because well, we, we can, can see it. See it. <laughs> I don't know if proving is what these people want to do. Like, no, but the flat, the flat of society, like, you look at, like, you, people ask them, like, like, is so Mars think, round? So, like, yeah, do you think the moon is round? Like, do you think the they Mars yeah. is round? And they're like, yeah, you can, you can, it, you see, can it. see it and you can prove it. It's very easy to see that. We have no evidence that the Earth is round. Except for all the evidence, but. Sure, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I, the evidence, I don't know the if I evidence they deny, but they accept the evidence of, uh, and it's, I mean, it's a little different looking through a telescope versus, yeah. you know, science looking versus looking at the evidence that we are on a round Just object look at the ocean <laughs> and like you can go around it and go around it and like, where's I mean, but the we edge? Have, we have satellite pictures now of the earth. Uh, right. Yeah, but those could have been doctored. They could have been doctored. Yeah, it's the government. Right. The, you, government. the government. It's, the birds could have taken it. The birds. The birds <laughs> took those pictures. Yeah. 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 
Burks, yeah. Everything you say, they have a counterpoint. <laughs> who, the Flat Earthers? The Flat Earthers. I mean, you would know. Anything. Except for that well, one guy that, who shined who the light. Himself? Oh, oh, shined oh, the oh light. Who shined the light, uh, and it was supposed to, like, show up. Um, at the same exact at the same point, point. Yeah. But, but it showed up at a different height. as he got further <laughs> away got it was taller. lower and then <laughs> yeah. you saw his face he knew it he knew it <laughs> I mean, he, knew it. It was he was over, wrong man. yeah I like it because they still publish those videos when they've been like so heavily exposed yeah it does, I mean I bet the money they make from who, going viral probably pays yeah, off yeah who's profiting off all that like why why are there so much somebody must be there's somebody someone who's behind be. it yeah who's just trying to make it into an entertainment wasn't there someone some famous singer or somebody who was a fan of theirs? Kyrie was well, a Kyrie Irving yeah is the big yeah. one oh. and it was annoying because like no uh, it was Bob Bob yeah. yes. that's who it was yeah. oh because uh, like uh what's it I like, remember I've heard this before and, Stream airplanes by Bob an elementary B-O-B. school like like huh? inner science class was like frustrated because the kids would believe Kyrie Irving more than her on like the state of how the world is that it's flat. I honestly think the the story with Kyrie Irving is that he probably joked about it to a, like a teammate, and some reporter overheard him, and then he just that was his thing. Like, he was, decided not to like give in and just like he's like yeah, like, he just doesn't care at all. It doesn't matter to him whatsoever. More more attention. He's a professional basketball player. Who, well, <laughs> and you know, flat earthers aren't hurting anyone. They're not like you know anti-vaxxers well, or something who are. Well, they might be shooting this. I think the, the ideology is could potentially lead to hurting. Yeah. I guess that's fair. That's it, fair. It goes just into rejecting the government. Rejecting, yeah. rejecting it's science. Paranoia. They're, not, they're not violent and they're not causing... Directly, no. Right. But but that's fair. Um, anti-vaxxers, on the other hand, that's just... Right. This isn't an... An, this is a, this is an an, We're an this anti- is a, pro, This is a va- pro-vaxxers pro podcast. podcast. <laughs> Josh said the wrong thing. <laughs> this is an anti-vax... <laughs> <laughs> no, we're absolutely pro vax podcast this week. It's only this week. <laughs> <laughs> only this week. We all have to renew it. I'm just the, trying to figure out what our little like, uh, what do you call it? Description's gonna be. We think that after the fact. Oh uh, yeah, we always go with that. Do. Out, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like episode nine, episode like Carnegie Natural no. always. Like, episode, I don't know. Five. episode five. I finally nine, realized yeah. what this reminds me of. What? It kind of tastes like kombucha, but if it kombucha tasted good. No. Oh. Oh. Think about it. All right. Okay. Okay. I'm a big Tim, supporter Tim's of kombucha as of three days ago. He's a new kombucha guy. So I'm gonna argue on that. Okay. So I've been exposed to lots of kombucha people. And I disagree, but this like kombucha, it doesn't taste good. We had kombucha in Portland. I thought you liked it. Wait, really? Yeah. I feel like I missed out on kombucha when I was in Portland because I never. Wait, tried we it. got that free kombucha. I took it because yeah. it was free. I have literally am incapable of re- like refusing free food or drink. Mm. Mm. That's fair. Just that's very fair. But that's why that's kombucha, why I grew up to have no allergies, I've so I can only accept it. Kombucha mm. is so varied across so many different brands. That's fair. I will say this: I don't think I no, hate all me. kombucha. Yeah. I just think like the kombucha that I've had, I don't think tastes good. Like I'm sure there's different flavors and stuff. It's like some. Maybe if like I brew my own vinegar. kombucha. You're Google-eyed oh, free kombucha. Ooh, but I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> <laughs> free time on tap. You had it so, on tap, dude. That Jared had it on tap. The reason you, the reason you might be thinking that that's I was uh, looking like Larry similar to kombucha could be the fact that it expired in April. That could uh, be. And it started to ferment. <laughs> it's yeah. starting um, to turn. It is a tea well, it beverage. Is, so, so it's totally for, the, for the listeners at home, I am drinking Owls Brew Boozy Tea and Botanicals. It is English breakfast tea, lemon, lime, and um, it's vegan. It is vegan. Yeah. Oh, thank God. Is, um, <laughs> We're a vegan podcast. <laughs> and we got the vegan listeners back. <laughs> <laughs> After the chicken debacle. 
chicken yeah. scandal. <laughs> it is. It is named after after an owl, which is a bird. So I'm a little Ooh, suspicious of that. The government's probably behind that. But they describe themselves as tea experts, beverage adventurers, and ingredient explorers. What does and that have to do with owls? I. They don't. That's what owls that. do. <laughs> Maybe they. It says. Jenny and Maria. Yeah. Maybe Jenny and Maria are owls. Maybe they liked owls. Did, did Maybe they are Rest owls. in peace. Did you ever read... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. out for the owls. <laughs> did you ever read the the cha- like kids' chapter books, like Redwall? Redwall? I've Red heard Wall. of it. My sister liked that. Um, Is that like a series? All right, if no one ever read it, then never mind. Is the one about owls? This one about the. Well, the hold on, Eddie. It's like it, it's so. like an ant. It's like, it's like mice. We, we could have a conversation here. They're like mice. Like it's like a kingdom of like kind of like the peaceful like right. mice and like rodent animals and you stuff. Mean Geronimo Stilton. <laughs> Stuart Little. Yeah, Stuart, Stuart Little. Little. Stuart Little. There's there's a lot. There's... <laughs> we're a vegan podcast. I don't know. Those were I don't know. I was just reminded of that for whatever reason because of owls. I feel like I did know. owls like were they the antagonists in that? Because owls eat mice. There's, yeah, like yeah. owls are like anything that was kind of like a carnivore was an antagonist and then yeah. Redwall was like this like monastery. Kind of sounds like, like vegan propaganda, you know? Mm-hmm. That, that carnivores true. are bad. Because well, this is a vegan podcast. This is, yeah. We gotta, we gotta be open to all sides. Yeah. Yeah. You just unlocked no, actually, like a really weird childhood memory. I, think I read that book. You definitely did. It I was, definitely did, and I have no recollection. You of can it. like you should like look up Red Wall on your phone and you're gonna recognize it instantly. <laughs> but I read like it's like a very lengthy like like you know like when like someone like hits like some kind of conceptual gold for like a children not it's not children's because it's like chapter book and they're kinda they're kinda thick with three C's. They don't have quarks. Some people say three C's equals Q. Okay, so one Q. Exactly. <laughs> But like I read all of them, so as a math major, that's great. I as, can confirm. You're right. It's just his equation. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know, but no one, no one's read the book except maybe Brianna, along and Eddie's sister. Oh, and Eddie's I sister. think I've read it. I'm looking at the cover. Yeah, cover of it. I'm pretty well, sure I read it. It's a great, it's a great book if you're looking to have your kids read. Because uh, everyone who listens to this could have kids. I mean, we're also we're, we're <laughs> catering to our adult audience, <laughs> our like our millennial like over over thirty audience that like is definitely listening to this actually we have a listener from virginia so like whoever Whoa. you whoever yeah, you sh- are shout out to them it's, shout it's, out to wait, you i think it's do you zach. think it was isaac or zach when they were <laughs> home probably who's not yeah. isaac isaac will not listen oh, he listened okay. to like a few minutes of... it's definitely shout zach. out isaac <laughs> shout out isaac mills yeah shout, shout, shout out to kevin Corey. shout kevin out Corey. to ben toms ben toms we said we gave him There's one a lot shout of name out going we on said here. last night we were gonna give ben toms one shout out and we just i thought i said i was gonna give him two i thought it was three <laughs> someone was one. Well, actually, Ben Thomas was featured oh, no. on this podcast. There was That's someone true. else. I said, okay. So I remember, the, fan, the fans do know him. He's, he's famous. He's probably like in our in our uh, podcast wiki. <laughs> You're right. But I said I said I would give Ben Thomas. I think at least two shout outs. So shout out Ben Thomas again. Right. Just got that over. Well, you kind of just That's good. blew the load right there. Like, oh, <laughs> I wanted to make sure I didn't forget. <laughs> You know. I don't know. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go Maybe through the end. kids' Maybe books that you might right. have. Stay tuned for the special. Did you ever read? <laughs> Stay tuned. Did you ever read like a like a, a, a kind of like novelette series of like warrior cats? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I was hell yeah. In fourth grade, that was quick. <laughs> in third grade, sorry. In third grade, we would mimic. We would like play warrior cats at recess, where we'd each like play a different cat, and we'd. That, I was a weird kid in elementary school. That's I mean, much better than mine. I we would bl- play games about Twilight. 
Oh no. Oh, I wasn't allowed to read Twilight till I was in like seventh grade, and then by the time yeah. I read it, the craze was kind of over. The devil's work right there. <laughs> I wasn't allowed to read Twilight at all. I wasn't allowed to read back. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I, I wanted to uh, to read well, Twilight because my sister was really make. obsessed. With <laughs> <laughs> Liam's currently getting a call from the boys, uh, a group including his mom and his brother. Yeah, I don't know. Uh. He's, he's got a big decision to make here. <laughs> He's just Let's he's just letting it back. ring as he we'll says. We'll call them back. We'll call them back. Call back. Okay. So you couldn't. Jo- you, you're not with. You're with the boys right I mean, now. It's, <laughs> it's Sunday, so Sundays are not necessarily for the boys. So he's Ooh, Saturday. If it, yeah, that's a good if argument. Saturday, if it were Saturday, you would have had it's a different you know. day reserved for the boys. Yeah. Right. They could have yeah. been your first guest caller. They could have been. They could have called in. You're on the phone. You're on here, but they just call it on a phone. You just hold it near the microphone. You put it on speaker. For yeah. a podcast they've never listened to before. Hey, hey, mo- hey mom, you're live. It, like. should, it should work like Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, where you get a couple of lifelines, and you can just, if you don't know what to say, you can just call someone, yeah. and they start talking. And that's a... We can, that, we can incorporate that. that could be a segment. We could call someone. No, wait, yeah. no our, our next podcast intro. Oh, just, we'll just call some. I'll oh. just call my mom and put it on, and she'll be like, "Hello." <laughs> like I feel like she up. wouldn't understand it. Well, that's perfect. It's just exactly the randomness we need for intro. So, so we're random. Speaking of Josh's mom, I told my parents that I was going on podcast <laughs> tonight, and and my dad really wants to listen to this episode. Well, I hope he likes it. <laughs> shout out so, to Abigail's dad. Shout out to shout my out. dad. Yep. Shout Ooh. out Barry. What does that have to do with Josh's mom? <laughs> <laughs> Josh. <laughs> Josh has a mom. Oh. I also okay, have I a mom, and my mom is married to my dad. So and that, that, kind of that counts. That counts as a segue. It would have all been clear if we had the xylophone. Better. I know. I was thinking yellow. Yeah, that would have. I, been, I yeah. have to say, I told you guys before. My favorite part about last episode was the xylophone. So I was pretty, pretty bummed to learn that when I was coming on. Yeah, xylophone. The xylophone star. Um, Josh kicked it before. Yeah, I mean it's just too far. That's yeah, that's fair. It's, it's all the way over there. We're no, all it really there. is. It's like in the corner. I said it's it's over. It's over, Anakin. Yeah, it's yeah. in the corner with the giant picture of we Liam's do have face. The high yeah, that that is a nice picture. <laughs> bring bring it here, fist bump. Oh, yeah. wait, was there just a camera? Star Wars quote? <laughs> well, <laughs> <laughs> I just whispered what? something over. Wait. All right, I'll say it out loud. Yeah, don't. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't keep know. Keep it all natural. If you guys want to talk about the the email address. Oh, oh, our, our email. Our yes, email address. For the podcast. Oh, oh okay, we should okay. have announced uh, it at the beginning. Then no one's listening now. All right, yeah, at this point, people are just like, no, but Graham, in the, Graham is we, here. We, we, only, the run. we only want to be contacted by the most dedicated listeners. That's, That's true. true. If yeah, you made yeah. it this far, please email us. <laughs> 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 Wait, we got to give the email, though. It's Carnegie Natural, just exactly as how it sounds, <laughs> at gmail.com. I'll say again, Carnegie Natural at gmail.com. That's if convenient. You, if you email it, to that email, it gets forwarded to my email, so I will definitely see it. And you'll get a response. And you will get a response. We and, guarantee it. And what should what should the listeners be sending to this? Uh, Nudes. No, Josh. <laughs> no, no, no. Whatever they, they whatever feel. whatever you please. Uh, if you send us a question, I will answer it on this podcast. That's right. If you need advice, ask for it. This can be an advice podcast. So, so who's going to be giving me advice? College advice. We will. Uh, um, the, so the the. Us four. It's gonna work that we're I, each we're each gonna write one uh, word, and it's gonna work as like a. Oh, yeah, what you yeah, say? Yeah. yeah. Um, what qualifies you guys to give advice? Well, we have a, we have a podcast. Good. Yeah, we have a podcast. We do have a podcast. I've always thought I should get into advice giving because my name's Abigail, so I could just 
hop on the Ask Abby train and hope no one knows. Oh, that could be a segment, but maybe you won't be here. But we'll, we'll Abby, call it. But Ask I'm not Abby. here. At, we'll call it Ask Abby anyway. I, I could call it. We'll call it. We'll yeah, dial you. We'll dial you. <laughs> you <can> just, <laughs> all of our ideas in one. <laughs> my, my thought. And I will play the xylophone as I talk. My thought is that anyone who is listening this far, this. Episode six of the podcast. Yeah. What are we? Forty-five. Season, season forty-five two. minutes in. Yeah. And emails us asking for advice. We'll want our advice for some reason. Honestly, yeah, yeah, and that's they true. probably need advice really badly. At that point, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're, you're desperate. <laughs> no, but but really, email. Have you have you guys ever ever do you guys read advice columns a lot? No. No. So I don't know. So I ask because I really do love reading them. I read, I've actually responded to them before. They never printed my response though. I read like Ask Reddit. And those are always. No, that's like, not what I, that's that's a do you mean yeah. by an advice? Like in in like each news each major newspaper, there's Ask Abby, there's Miss Manners, there's Carolyn Hacks, there's a bunch of them, and people just write in, and usually it's like, wow, I married into this family, and the whole family treats me like shit, and it's terrible all the time. What should I do about it? It's been twenty years, and then they have to be like, it's been twenty years. <laughs> no, so many of them are like, my mother-in-law has been. Like calling me horrible names for the last thirty-five years, uh, which and my husband just says that's a way of showing affection. What should I do? And then Abby or whoever has to be like, "That's not okay. You should talk about boundaries." And it's kind of. Funny. I feel like their friend, if she like, she's probably or he, I don't know, been complaining about that for a while, and then suddenly, finally, when the newspaper <laughs> says what you should do, like you're like, oh. <laughs> That's the answer. Oh, I, sh- I shouldn't let myself be treated like a total piece of shit. <laughs> it's always funny to me because there's been a couple times where they write in and say, you know, I'm dating someone or even we're engaged and here's a horrible behavior that they do so that the advice columnist can be like, you should break up. But when someone's like, I've been married for 35 years, you can't really just say, you should just leave. Like, that's not useful. I'm not advice. really sure that's the market that will be asking for it. <laughs> no, no, I'm it just, might I'm be just giving a story. We don't know our audience. <laughs> we don't know. We don't know. They might not exist to this. <laughs> married with seven kids? I don't, I don't care. But, Welcome. Yeah. So my these, community. These advice columns are just like public information that's posted. Like right. So usually people write in. They use fake names. Mm. You know, they don't give so much detail. My name is Sally. Okay. Right. They'll, they'll be like my yeah. fiance, quote unquote George. Oh wait. Mm. I, why, I thought George at the same time. I mean, head. this that's is very similar to like Reddit. <laughs> so yeah. Right. But yeah. but instead, but they're writing to some. Usually the the it's people like one who done person. these advice columns have done it for years. They yeah, have a background yeah. in you know either psychology or counseling or something. Yeah, that's true. It's not um, like going to a therapist than Reddit. It the Reddit ones are probably of, funny. It, I mean, it, it kind mm. of is, except that Reddit is a bunch of people who have no qualifications, and this is one person. So sometimes they're wrong. I've actually I've said I've written back to them when I think they write things that are wrong. Mm-hmm. They never published my response yet, but I'm yeah. still holding out. Sometimes mm. Reddit is good though because they have to get upvoted, and so people will upvote good yeah. things. Well, also yeah. like There's, sometimes the those, most popular thing might not be the that's right. that's good, like, true. there's a good chance that like the people who respond are the people who are actually knowledgeable in what you're talking about so sometimes we'll keep we'll say like that. like psychiatrist here but, i mean right. you, you don't know but yeah. like, <laughs> yeah. like i've said that a few dump times him, yeah. dump, him, dump him on like every post and it's like yeah true there are issues with um reddit I like I like the so like there are the Reddit <laughs> posts where like someone is like describing like uh, like am I the asshole for like doing mm. this certain thing and I then, hate that stuff and then people people will, like respond like I think that other person has deep like subconscious issues that right. have been birthed from their childhood like it's, clearly yeah, like some so like ridiculous. adult like traumatized them when they were like four years old and then like the person like the the OP will respond and be like 
No, we've talked about that, and that's definitely not true. (laughs) (laughs) You know, some people will say, oh, you know, I can't tell from your post, but it sounds like this. But it is funny. There's always someone who's like, from the, uh, you know, 200 words that you wrote, I have gathered all of this information <laughs> about both of your mental states and entire histories. It's trauma. like it's like looking up your like what your symptoms on WebMD <laughs> yeah. and like finding out you have cancer. It seems like an objective way to get like an outside perspective on like your situation, but really it's just like a hive in, hive mind mentality based on like a small blurb. <laughs> well, I, I think... also think the ones that go sometimes ones go viral where it's just like very clearly one right. way or yeah, another. For sure. I mean And they just needed a bunch of people to tell them that. Yeah. I like the ones where it's like, Am I the asshole? And they're saying, like, we're writing this together. Like both people are invested in like they're gonna decide <laughs> who's the asshole based on what writing. Like the one that's like, yeah. Am I the asshole? And then like the ending thing is you both suck. Yeah, everyone yeah. sucks. Yeah. You suck. <laughs> <laughs> I think hive mind is really the key word there because the the goal of a lot of people who are responding to these posts are people who are trying to get upvotes so that they can mm-hmm. get higher up True. and they're trying so some to of the stories aren't real they're they're trying to appeal to the mass audience that's on reddit so they're trying to like get that like it's it's just they're trying to like put out that opinion that they know is going to be approved so it's not necessarily like the best thing to say True. to the person who's asking for advice they're just trying to be popular. That's why I only stick to r slash prequel memes. Mm-hmm. I know I'm in a safe place <laughs> but, where I'm surrounded by people who are just like me. But speaking of, um, yeah, like the uh, Am I the Asshole subreddit, there's um, another subreddit that is called r slash um, copypasta. And it's just like, <laughs> it's just like, it's just like really, really like, like a pair. It's like a paragraph that's like, you can just like comment and like people will read it and be like, what the heck? This is like, it's like a, absurd. It's like stupid and whatever. And a lot of them, like, I'd say probably, I, I don't even want to make it a guess, but like very frequently it's, um, they mock the M on the asshole sub and it'll, it'll be, so, it'll be something ridiculous. Like, yeah, like it'll be like someone like describing like a lengthy thing about them, like ripping on their colleague and shooting them down and like just completely like tormenting them and being like, so I'm on the asshole. <laughs> and then all the comments on the sub are like, no, you're not the asshole. Like, play stupid games, win stupid prizes. And stuff. <laughs> I, I it's like, like um, my like 67-year-old like male boyfriend and I'm 23-year-old female. And every day he's like, he like killed my dog. And then every day he kills my dog. <laughs> like, what advice do you guys have? Because like. like it's like he's older and wiser. He knows better. <laughs> <laughs> there is one subreddit I would have to recommend. R slash Full Scorpion. Have you seen that? I have one? not I heard of that one. It's that just one. compilations of. You have to see it. It's like people accidentally doing the scorpion pose. <laughs> what is the scorpion pose? It's like where your legs like touch the back of your head. Oh, oh that sounds painful. Oh, <laughs> that sounds like I don't like know if it's accidentally. <laughs> Force, force. Is it mostly like just people doing weird yoga stuff? It's or like what? people like falling, like falling or people like know. sliding, and then like they fall. Wait, really is it? Like, I'm thinking of like what cheerleaders do when they bring one leg back behind yeah. their head. Yeah. But they're usually standing up, and they do that on purpose. Mm-hmm. So we're thinking people. So who it's fall. not like a strict scorpion pose, right? But it's just like funny falls. Have you guys ever seen that? Like a cheerleader who's mm-hmm. up in the air. And yeah, yeah. Their, I can see that. Like, I have some. Like I've seen. Can't it. do it, but I've seen it. Go back to when I was a cheerleader. You were a cheerleader? Oh. Could you do that move? No. Oh. Um, but I could do the splits. I was a f- I was my freshman year of high school. I was a flyer, so I got put up in the air. Hmm. Um, I did it for one season because I decided to, and then I skipped indoor track my freshman year to Ooh, do this, and then I wow. went right back to running after. 
I can no longer do the splits. Most days I cannot touch my toes. Hmm. Um, yoga's, yoga's helping with that. Um, but yeah, I was a cheerleader, and it's actually really fun to be thrown up in the air and tossed around. And Did you do flips? No, I wasn't. I was only on for like three months, so we mostly got to just like they lift you up, and then you do things with your arms, mm. and then a couple of times I did where they lift you up just on one foot, so you can do uh. something with your leg. But I wasn't really good enough to do the whole all the moves. Um, mm. So we would do a cradle, so they they have you up in the air, and then they just throw you, and then they catch you. Mm-hmm. And a couple, I think one time we did it where like I did a spin while Ooh. you're coming down. Ooh. Wow. Um, but it was a lot of fun. I was very small, so even though I was very bad at it, they said I was easy to throw around in the air because I didn't weigh very much. So is being the person who gets thrown up in the air like a? <laughs> you don't. You don't know what I just saw. <laughs> we all saw. Was it, was it Ian? Yeah, it was Ian. Oh, yeah, we just saw Ian from yeah. the distance. That's it. Is is being the person that gets thrown up in the air like a position, like playing shortstop? Like it's you... called flyer. So do you like pick to do that? Like... Yeah. So. How cheerleading works is there's usually two bases um, and a back spot, and then those three people lift the flyer in the air. And actually, mm-hmm. you don't really choose um, because, like, body type plays a big part into it. So to be a flyer, I actually probably couldn't be a flyer if I did it now because I'm too tall. You really want people who are, like, under 5'2", five, 5'3", five, um, mm-hmm. and, and obviously are, like, That's small me. because the smaller you are, the easier it is to throw you in there. And then... Um, bases and generally back spots are a little taller because they have to reach up higher. But mm, uh-huh. most important part is if you have two bases, you want them to be about the same height. Because hmm. if they're not, then they have to like adjust their height to make sure they're putting the feet at the same level. Um, but then there's also like co-ed cheerleading where you just have usually like one guy lifting one girl. Uh-huh. Um, and they usually have a spot um, to make sure you don't fall and hit your head. But yeah, flyers and cheerleading like... If you make it to, like, the college level, like, every flyer has had, like, four concussions because they just get yes. dropped a lot. Mm. I never and That's got what I dropped. want. Is there, <laughs> is there an optimal height for cheerleading? Well, well I just explained how it's different. Yeah, come on. For each, yeah, for each Pay one. attention. Well, I think, I think generally it's like, okay, flyers are pretty short, and then back spots are pretty tall. Bases are usually a little shorter than the back spots. That's not, like, super important because, again... It also depends if how many how sometimes it changes how many bases or back spots you have, hmm. um, and then there's people who might um, like spot the stunt, so they're not actually part of the lifting in the air; they're just in the back to make sure you don't fall. Um, and there's also like tumbling, so the mm-hmm. people who are just really good at doing like handsprings and stuff. Hmm. Um, there's a great docu series out on Netflix that just came out called Cheer. I highly recommend. I really enjoyed it. Um, Made me relive my very short-lived glory days. I'm really glad we could reach out to our cheerleading listeners. <laughs> <laughs> that's an important demographic. That's that's why we brought the guest on. <laughs> well, actually, that was actually my area of expertise. That was the interview we we prepared. Oh right, because I did an interview. <laughs> I actually can't think of cheerleading without ever thinking of the the meme picture where it's the pyramid that's set up, and it's the caption is "Where will you be when diarrhea strikes?" <laughs> and it's, <laughs> that's exactly what you want your dog. The, the girl yeah. on the top of the pyramid is this massive cloud of like I'm a liquid liquid poo poo <laughs> coming down, and everyone's like looking up, and they're just like. Oh right. my god. So so in cheerleading, right, the common thing is like you never drop the flyer because you know, you you literally are told to the bases are told to like throw their bodies on the ground to catch this person because it's really bad if you fall. Yeah. And so it's this idea of like no matter what happens, you can't drop this girl even if she starts pooping on your head. Have you ever experienced something like that? <laughs> no, I have not. They 
Thank you for asking. I don't know if I could guarantee you. I did once kick someone in the face. Oh. Did they deserve it? I also elbowed someone else. Did they deserve it? Oh, sorry. I've kicked someone in the face once during cheerleading. Yeah, okay. I've done that many more times outside. There we go. (laughs) That was accidental. Hmm. Yeah. So if you want to present, prevent yourself from uh, falling as the flyer, you should just, like, kick someone in the face. Just, uh, like, uh, might as well. <laughs> well, yeah. That's your opportunity. Yeah. yeah. If you want to do that. Um, or you just... I mean, there was one interview with the cheerleader in the docuseries that I recommended where she goes, yeah, she, like, hurts her... Falls and hurts herself. She goes, yeah, I was falling and I just didn't see anyone below me. I just knew things were not going <laughs> oh, well. Oh, my God. Oh. She, like, broke her arm or something. Oh, no. Uh. Fortunately, we're not like cats, and we can't like twist our bodies <laughs> in that like weird way to like always land on our feet. Can you imagine? What if our anatomy was like that? Why are we just a failed species? We can make an exoskeleton to make us. Yeah, why is this not bio-inspired that I can't just modify my body? We can add, like add a tail. <laughs> tails tail are pretty useful. Do you know that like some people like have tails? Well, everyone has tail bones. We have tail bones, but some people like kind of like they have like a protruding like extra like tail flesh. Is this like a radioactive like defect? Or? No, it's just because people what is back this? in the day, I don't know, like <laughs> back in the day, of, yeah, like nineteen forties, like people had tails back then. It's not that long ago. <laughs> <laughs> some, 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 I was like ten thousand years ago. I don't think you understand the, the timeline with which evolution works. Nineteen forties? Yeah, like two generations. What do you think changed? Well, clearly all the tailed people were considered unattractive. Oh, and yeah. So they, just, so they, they, they didn't yeah. survive yeah. the Darwinism. Yeah. They were wiped you, out. You, you didn't hear. <laughs> yeah, they, they went away with the birds. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the government took care no, of them. the birds was in the 80s, okay? <laughs> it was part of MKUltra. Like. <laughs> um, so what, what were you going to say about the people with tails? No, but like, pe- like, have you ever not like seen like a picture of like a baby? Like, some they usually like surgically, sur- they sometimes surgically remove them because like it's just like. Have you weird. ever seen a baby? What? Do we know that babies are real? <laughs> are we sure? To my knowledge, all the babies have just been swapped. You don't know Josh, who's good as who. Josh, I have really important information for you that I really means I needed to interrupt that. I have new kids. So no, no, it's the opposite, Josh. Yeah, I don't know about babies being. A so you know, so our, our our listeners might not know that Josh has many many children. I see and I take. One of the the said children is a very small girl who runs for Emory University, who I have recently learned by a friend who who also runs for Emory University has quit. No. What? (laughs) And will no longer be at our meets against Emory University. And I feel like I needed to tell you. So you're saying I I won't be able to see my daughter? No, (laughs) never again. That is so divest. She was was so small. The small girl is actually from Maryland, and her dad courted me at a lot of meets, and is very scary, and always I, tried to talk to me. I feel like this girl was so small that she could have actually plausibly been my daughter. <laughs> she could have no been joke. a flyer. She, she could have been a flyer. <laughs> she could probably still be a flyer, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Maybe that's what she's doing. <laughs> she quit the joint right. All I know is that she quit the team. So, Josh, you just think that all small people are your children? That's I mean, one criteria. what can they say about it? Like... What are they going to do, it? fight you? Yeah. <laughs> uh, counterpoint, <laughs> counterpoint Emmy Lindsay, because she could fight you. Yes. So <laughs> if, they can, if, they're, if they're small and they can fight you, they're not your children. children. But if they can't fight you... Yeah, I guess... Yeah. I, don't, I wouldn't define my criteria as rigid as that, because I just like look and see, and I'm like, That's, that kid's he mine. Has, he has to do a vibe check on him. Vibe kind check, of, kind yeah. Of sense of it. Yeah. Do you, do you usually, usually I gotta see him run. <laughs> <laughs> do you limit yourself to just the men? Not just the men, <laughs> but Who the else? women and the children too. Okay. Okay. I slaughtered all. Of them. 
Nice. Yeah. I know you That's said, really I, sad, I fa- though. I fathered all of them. <laughs> I fathered all of them. <laughs> Every single last one. No, that's sad, though. I'll never see her again, probably. Yeah, probably Definitely not. not. What if I ran into her? That'd be weird. Like, what if she's also, like, interning in Boston? I'm just, like, walking down the street, and I see my own, like, my child, and I have to run up to her, like, daughter, if- my child, my child. <laughs> <I'm> like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you if you came to visit me or Liam, she doesn't live that far away. She went to Montgomery Blair High School, so oh. you could feasibly run into her. Oh, that's right, because yeah. she's just walked the streets. Mocha girl. She's a Moco girl. She is. Moco. That's too Montgomery bad. Montgomery County. Yeah. You know all the lingo in the DC area. Slang. I'm not, yeah, I'm not familiar it, with the slang. Yeah, you're obviously not hip to the DMV. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> what, was, what was the abbreviation? Moco. Montgomery County. M-O-C-O. You know how it is. Yeah. And the, is, the neighboring Hoco. I'm just, I'm just always, I'm always yeah. interested because there's, I live in Montgomery County in Pennsylvania. Right. That's yeah. confusing that there's another Montgomery County. Right. You don't call yours so we Moco? Have, no, but we have Montco. Which is <laughs> Monco, Monco Thanks, is, I hate that. Monco is what we call the the Montgomery County Community College. It's everyone. Oh, ours is Moco Coco. Okay, everyone calls it Monco. <laughs> that's, that's that's too much for me. <laughs> it's a little ridiculous. I most people call it MC. Moco yeah, Coco is a joke. It's always, I took a class at MC. Liam went. It's always Monco. It's studied yeah. hard. I still am a fan oh, yeah. of Moco Coco. Oh yeah, chemistry with the Or hardly studied. Am I right? Uh uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. It was it was easy. <laughs> So you guys know the backgrounds to Montgomery? Who who was he or she? Yeah, I don't know. Who knows? Is it the same Montgomery? Really, probably not a real person. I didn't even. Yeah, they're probably, they're probably <laughs> never interested. <laughs> there are so many Montgomery counties. There's one in Alabama. Okay. Well, that's. Yeah. There's a city, a city Montgomery. That's, yeah. Is there also a county? I don't know. I assumed it was just a city. Oh yeah. Maybe it's yeah. also a county. Maybe. It's time. Time for Google. I, I'm actually Googling. <laughs> to help um, us out here. Montgomery is. There should be a Google Xylophone song. Oh, we darn. Should, we when I Google no, Montgomery County, Xylophone's the one in Pennsylvania over. shows up first. We should uh, have a questionably uh, fictional person that like pulls stuff up like, Jippy, pull that up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Montgomery County, Pennsylvania, locally also referred to as Montco. Wow. It's on the Wikipedia page. Thank God. Um... Your county has a Wikipedia page, right? Named yeah, but for... But not me, though. Oh! Liam, we were really... <laughs> One I day. just want to say that Liam and I... Liam and Brianna and I were really dumb for not knowing who Montgomery County is named after. It's named after Richard Montgomery. Oh, really? And there is a Richard Montgomery High School in our county. I never knew that. <laughs> like, you didn't know that it was Richard Montgomery? No, no, no. Or that it was yeah, the same? That it was, like, the same, yeah. Well, yeah. So what the, a guy. It's the same as the Montgomery County in Pennsylvania. I have yet to confirm that it's the same as the Montgomery County in Maryland. I just That's... always call that high school RM. Right. Yeah. He was an well, no, Irish that, soldier yeah. who first served in the British Army. He later became a major general in the Continental Army during the American Revolutionary this War. This one does. Wow. He died in 1775 at age 37. R.I.P. So Isn't that before Quebec. the Revolutionary Quebec. War? Quebec. 1776. Quebec. 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 I don't know. He's most famous for an unsuccessful invasion of Canada. He didn't make it. That's tough. And that's what he's most famous for. He's remembered by so many states. He has a section called Mourning on his Wikipedia page, like when they were mourning his death. And then memorials, or legacy. Which one? Was I guess he was just a really cool guy, basically. Yeah. Like for unsuccessful. He's good for morale. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was I was reading over the about the the War of eighteen twelve and like some of the some of the some, I mean, speaking, speaking of Canada and invading it, like some of the parts are really funny because like communication was like really bad, so like people just like heard that they were like at war with Canada and like they would just like form parties and just like walk into Canada and like. 
conquer territory, air quote. <laughs> <laughs> and then they would just get, like, beaten back, like, months later when, like, they realized, like, because they were just, like, militiamen, like, just random dudes with some, like, muskets. And so, like, a formal Canadian army would show up and be like, get off our land. <laughs> and then the British, like, burned the White House down. And that was fun. Just like sad. that movie, White House Down? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Isn't it like, no, no, it's, a, it's Olympus Has Fallen. That movie is That's, really bad. Aren't those two it is horrible. Movies? It is terrible. No, Olympus Has Fallen is the one where, like, the White House is attacked, and they're just, like, one dude, like, attacking on the terrace in the White House, and then there's London Has Fallen comes after that. Mm. That's the sequel. That's Which the sequel. Which is much worse. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say it's definitely, both of them are action-packed. That's what the people want. Yeah, give the people what's like want. candy. Yeah. Just, just to see one dude just <clears throat> spec ops take out, not even spec ops, he just, like, ran run and gun. Those movies are like the they fall in the same category as Is like that like a hanging bang. Oh yeah, they they fall in the same category. You <laughs> always talk about hanging bang. It's twenty twelve, like just like like extreme world's ending everything. L A. Los Angeles is blowing up. People found like, out that they could do really new, wait, are you, wild that, things with CGI. Isn't that a the Rock movie? The yeah. what? The, no, no, that's the that's San Andreas. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was talking. About. Yeah, there's 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 a new one. Big thing. Yeah, yeah, there's yeah. gonna, it's another, gonna like, take over yeah. the world. Yeah, um, no, the 2012 one was ridiculous because like yeah, I watched I that. Okay, I didn't see it. Spoiler alert: the world ends. Ah, jeez. But like, <laughs> it's like all caused by like a solar flare causing like the kind of the Earth to like heat up from underneath, and then like kind of all these like faults like move up, and all like the tectonic plates kind of like shift around in this crazy way that cause like earthquakes that destroy civilization and tsunamis that just wipe out the rest. Uh-huh. And then it's like. This one, I guess, group of people's journey to, like, get to the, the these, like, lifeboats, because, like, the government, like, knew it was coming or something. I don't know. I may only be a physics minor, but that's not how solar flares work. Yeah, you know, like, 2012 <laughs> wasn't totally based on scientific accuracy. That's it was based fair. off a mind calendar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just because, I don't know, I think, I'm pretty sure, when I was a kid, there was a homework assignment in elementary school where you would just, like, write numbers, just as high as you can. And I can say eventually I got bored, and I bet the Mayans had the same feeling <laughs> when, they reached, when they reached 2012 and like I don't know the year like 1400. That's fair. You can only write so far ahead. They're That's only, a good theory. Can only handle so many numbers, you know. I wrote a long time. That's such an odd. I bet. Assignment. Yes. Yeah, six six hundred years from now, someone's gonna find the Josh calendar. <laughs> They're like, dude, like he stopped at like 1300. <laughs> what could that mean? <laughs> It's gonna be on your Wikipedia page. Absolutely, Josh could. Josh in kindergarten could write up into the thousands with no like I don't know like ethical consequences. Wow. Why did he stop? Why did he Why stop? Did he stop? <laughs> no, they actually were like don't write any higher and just go what into did the he know? go into the go into the negative numbers and then that's what I did and then I stopped. Oh, you were one of those kids. Did you just switch to negative? Like you hit like. 427 and then you said negative one negative two <laughs> yeah i mean i didn't i wasn't i wasn't probably aware of the existence of negative numbers and they were just like you know what it's the same thing except you throw a negative sign in front of me yeah. and i was like they're kind of sneaky i was like okay <laughs> they get you thing is because you would you would it was a, a sheet of paper and each sheet of paper contained a hundred numbers and you would write like you'd count and then you would go to the next hundred and then tape another sheet of paper on so you just had this giant <laughs> scroll. Such a waste of paper. I feel like I did something similar. You probably did. It was probably some like weird theory on education. It's like a weird thing. Like but I don't like, know why they did it. Numbers. Yeah, they were like numbers. they just like gave us like it was like free time. You had to do something productive, and then like one of the productive things you could do was just write write <coughs> numbers like a scribe. 
You're welcome. And that was that was like. <laughs> Segway because Brianna just sneezed. I um, said God, God, God sneezes. No, because Liam yeah. said, "God bless you." Yeah. I have had a phenomenon where three separate math professors I've had exclusively say Gesundheit when people yeah. sneeze, and none of them are German, hmm. as far as I know, in my brief background research. Yeah. And I wonder if it's just a phenomenon of math professors liking to say Gesundheit, because I know you know sometimes people say, "Oh, you shouldn't say bless you because it has the religious connotation." So I say, "God bless you" to get rid of that. <laughs> <laughs> To clear up any ambiguity. So. <laughs> I am heavily, yeah, including the religious, but but I thought that was interesting. And I don't know, I just noticed that because it just happened. That is kind of what does Gesundheit uh, translate to? I don't know. It might, maybe it translates to God bless you. Or like, like stop sneezing. <laughs> I mean, God, God bless you is because I mean, they, thought, they thought you died. They thought you were going to die because you were sneezing. Did anyone ever die from sneezing? Why would you start thinking that? Well, it's because if you're sneezing, you're sick. Because sickness is the end in the medieval era. Yeah, basically. I mean, because goodbye means... good point. Goodbye came from God be with you. Yeah. A lot of things came from weird sayings. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you guys say anything when someone coughs? I say God bless you. I know you do. (laughs) Liam, what do you say when someone blinks? I say it. I say God bless you. (laughs) (laughs) If someone coughs, shut shut your damn mouth. We <laughs> can hold that in. Excuse yeah. you. So, so yeah. Was it supposed to be like sneezing was like deadly or like I thought there was something about like you're sneezing at your soul or something? Yeah, I thought it was something about being. I don't know. You're possessed uh, by a demon. One if time, you Will hit his head because yep. he sneezed seven times in a row. <laughs> Will's in trouble because of sneezing. Clearly, some demon is coming out of him. <laughs> yeah. We must bless him. <laughs> some some people follow that like if you you get like two bless yous like they keep like some people sneeze repeatedly it's like you get like sneeze <coughs> bless you sneeze bless you and then sneeze like shut up <laughs> so I just see absolutely it. I, so I play this game called one more where I wait till he's sneezing and then I think if there's only one more left I say one more and usually I can get it right so then yeah. he sneezes one more time I bet he but really yes, tries. Um, shout out to Will Mitchell, who can only sneeze in increments of at least six or seven oh, at a time. He only he sneezes in powers of two. <laughs> the, fewest, the fewest sneezes in a row I've ever seen was four. Very and he was very unsatisfied after. He was like, I need to sneeze more. Well, the reason why I asked about the coughing then was because recently I realized in Vietnamese, you actually say something when someone coughs. Mm. There's two different things you say for coughing or sneezing. Interesting. I know. What do they translate to? Do you know? Uh, no. What are they're they in Vietnamese? Vietnamese? They're both in Vietnamese. They should be. What are they in Vietnamese? Uh, Shout out to Vietnamese. I can only see someone coughs or sneezes. So, <coughs> that would be jam ha. And then achoo. Would be light bum achoo, achoo, achoo. I'm not going to keep going. <laughs> Dude, thank God. Got a lot of syllables. Thank God we reached out to our Vietnamese <laughs> listeners. Why can't yeah, you say that word? Vietnamese? Vietnamese. 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 He wasn't even close. Vietnamese. Vietnamese. I mean, I don't spend a lot of time with my words. Vietnamese. Vietnamese. Just, yeah, just get all the letters right. Vietnam. Yeah, I know. I, yeah, I know how to say it, but I'm just saying it, I'm just saying it fast that I skip my syllables. Vietnamese. How do you pronounce it? Vietnamese. Vietnamese. You could have a segment called Pronouncing it with Liam. It's actually not Vietnamese. Vietnamese. It's actually Vietnam. Back in Vietnam. Back in Nam. <laughs> yeah, back, back in, in see, It's back in Nam. <laughs> yeah. Nam. yeah. Oh, yeah, because you have to have the, the accent. I love how so many, like, Vietnam veterans have that, like, 
hat that says like Vietnam vet. Like that they, they were a Vietnam and I'm like, yeah. who who's like making those hats? Like did they get them for free? Did they buy them? like I have so many questions. Have you ever seen them? I don't think I've, I've definitely seen them. I bet they didn't get them like when they came back. I bet it's later. Right. Later but on. I just think like, you know, maybe it was a fundraiser, you know, that would be that would make sense if it was some sort of I bet I bet there's a Vietnam like veterans war like community. That could that be. Probably, maybe there's like, a Facebook group. Maybe a subreddit. Sure there's a Facebook. <laughs> oh, you betcha. <laughs> but they like hang out. They're homeless in front of the Capitol. Probably. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, I'm not wrong. I mean, yeah, I don't think. Again, thanks, I, Josh, for the uh, fun. I don't think. You, I don't think you would have really wanted to wear a Vietnam veteran hat like right after you came back from Vietnam. Right. That's true. Um, Given the social, the, the the protesters. Yeah. Yeah, not a great time. I actually. Yeah, I didn't really for, have fun during that. For time. our younger viewers, <laughs> yeah, not, not everyone was on board with the Vietnam War. Yeah, <laughs> they, they weren't. They weren't hip with it. <laughs> it wasn't uh, the most on fleek idea. <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely what they said back then. Some of them even in the canceled 60s. the government over it. Ooh. Eddie and I watched the uh, Woodstock. Documentary on I, I have not seen it. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Eddie was asleep while I watched the the Woodstock documentary. <laughs> no, you Eddie can... set up his prop decoy to watch it. <laughs> yeah. you, his stunt double. You can read all about the Vietnam War too. It's kind of funny because they like really well documented. You can read about this. everything that like like because like the the U.S. government like the entire time they're fighting the war knew what a bad idea it was, but right. they were just like they just they're like well. We can't like not fight communism, and so they would just keep putting people in, and they all like they like wouldn't go all in, and it, as into like because they never like kind of tried to attack the North Vietnam, and they would always like say like we're gonna just protect the South, but that's really not like a strategy to win wars by like telling the other side that we're not gonna conquer you, and so they kind of <laughs> got stuck in this very long conflict that lost a lot of killed a lot of people, mm-hmm. yeah. Shout out to the U.S. government's yeah. uh, ability to you can recognize read- their faults. So I'm gonna give a book shout out here. You can read the March like of Folly birds. and read the, like the sixth chapter or whatever on the Vietnam War. The sixth one. Great book. I mean, because it goes. <laughs> no, because it because the, the, the. Should I read the preface? Is yes. There an author's note. Yes. Okay. Josh actually wrote the author. There's a book. <laughs> there's a book called The March of Folly, which is different periods in history where like governments just like did things that just were not reasonable to do. So like. Wasn't there like an ancient Greek? emperor who like attacked the ocean because he no Roman. I, Roman this is actually okay. in the podcast oh. <laughs> I mentioned it probably either episode one or two or three episode three I have definitely episode three to all the, of the, the return of the it's I think it's it's either it's either I know it, it is five hours it's no it's Cal- Caligula Caligula, Caligula no, that's Calig- what it was Caligula's the guy with the horse. Did he attack the sea? He, he did a lot. Of he shit. did a lot. He, Caligula got a lot he, done. He went, he, went to, <laughs> he went to the sea on the north of France. It was like, I mean, I talked on this podcast, so the loyal listeners are going to be really bored when I when I say this again. But, but yeah, Caligula <laughs> took his legion to the north of France, maybe somewhere near Normandy. It was like, collect all the seashells you can, and they collected all the seashells they can, and they're like, all right, great, we defeated Poseidon, let's go home. And then they go home, and he throws a giant-ass triumph in his honor, because that was like how you really got people to love you by just throwing big parties and right. games, it and then works. that was it. And so you won a war. And so hmm. did so they? It would be hilarious if then like a tsunami came through. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't the Romans have their own kind of version of Poseidon? Neptune. Neptune. Yeah. So were yeah. they? Did they think they were like different people and they wanted to get rid of Poseidon, or they were like were they converting him? What, what was the story with that? I mean, the Romans really liked like the Greeks and their culture, which is why they copied them. I feel like in ancient times they really just like believed like. 
even though like your gods may like different cultures gods have different names they're really just manifestations of the same thing yeah. mm-hmm. so like they don't really care and in the end in the later roman empire the, the romans became more greek anyway because they moved the capital to constantinople and all mm-hmm. that yeah I feel like yeah. if you pay more close attention to Rick Riordan's Percy Jackson series, mm-hmm. I paid a lot of attention. All you need. Oh, that's another. That's another ch- kids' chapter book that you could read. So there's the Percy yeah. Jackson series, and then he wrote one about Egyptian mythology and Norse mythology. And the Romans. I never got the into Romans those. got involved into the. Yeah, they came in with. I the stopped Greeks. with Percy. Jackson. With, yeah, were they were they as good quality as the Percy Jackson ones? I really because those are great I books. Read all I really liked them, and some of them were while I was in college, but I highly recommend. <laughs> I really like the Roman one. Really? The Romans who came in. I'm a big fan of the Romans. Have you read his whole, like... Yeah, I mean, I read the Egyptian ones. They were good. All right. And I read the Greek ones, for the Percy Jackson ones, of course. Right. Yeah, those are classic. I just like the way the Romans... Because, like, the Percy Jackson ones, like, the Greeks are kind of, like, more, like, like free, like, city-state. And it kind of, I feel like the Percy Jackson, like, organization of, like, whatever the camp half-blood, like, kind of reflects that. But, like, the Roman camp half-blood, I thought was way cooler. Why? They had a whole, like, city. They're, like, city, and it's, like, very organized, and their war games are, like, really cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if, if, if you weren't a kid reading that book, and you did not, like, daydream of yourself being in Camp Half-Blood or Camp whatever Roman equivalent of Camp Half-Blood is, you're just... You, that was the great part about Percy Jackson. The, you're like, just not cool. And then they made the movies and kind of ruined it. Yeah. Yeah. They only made one movie. They made they, two. No, they, they made, oh, they, two. they, they made did. Two. They did make a second one. They, they, made, they almost they made, made even three. worse. But they they got they got shut down. They need to remake those. Yeah, they probably should. Every couple of years, there's like I could make a better version. I could do it. There's like a push to do it, and Rick Riordan's always like, "Yeah, I'm down." Like, and I think he's like, "Is he still right?" Oh, he's talking with with Disney or whatever, but then it never actually happens. They gotta go like go all in, make it like Game of Thrones. Like, ooh, I think it's a closer comparison to Harry Potter. I guess, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but no, I definitely it's not think that, like, <laughs> those books are really good. <laughs> and 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 I feel like they were good. I mean, his writing's great, but also he like made the characters. It was like cute because he started writing it because his for like his son. It says he started it as like he started telling mm. bedtime stories to his son about like young you know kids his age, be, you know fighting Greek monsters, and that's how it came out. And like the reason all that like demigods have dyslexia is because his son has dyslexia. So it's like really uh, sweet. Like, and he included smart. a lot of representation Classic. of like. He has, like, you know, like, a lot of different diversity of it and, like, all that stuff, but... was yeah. good. Yeah. So did the other series take place in the same, like, world as Percy Jackson? Yeah. Oh, yeah, so... I'm, do they all take place Was that part of the world? five? No, they Were all... they in the books? No, so so the first... Okay, we're gonna go... It's been a long time. Yeah, let's go into lore. <laughs> no, <laughs> lore. The first, so these are all different, like, series, right? Yeah. So the first series was Percy Jackson and the Olympians, mm-hmm. and it was the five books that you yeah. think of where they're... Um, and then the all different thief. colors. The so Lightning Thief is the first, is the one, first yeah. one. TBT, seventh grade. I don't know if I remember <laughs> yeah. all the decks. And then yes. Sea of Monsters. Sea of Monsters. And something with the Labyrinth? Um, Battle of Labyrinth is number four. I think there's... The Titan's Curse is number three. I wonder how fast I could read one of those books now. And then, Probably pretty fast. I read one in like fast. two or three hours like a couple years ago. It's really? like you yeah. can really smash them. That would be... <laughs> that, that's, the, that's the confidence boost confidence like I need. Um... But then after that, they came out with another series called The Heroes of Olympus, and that's where they met the Roman demigods and went to the Roman oh, camp. Oh, that's right. They actually and they like, had to work together because it turns out that there was like Roman the like gods had like split personalities because they were like Roman and Greek. Anyway, and then he wrote the Egyptian. Um, the Egyptian was next mythology, um, and that takes so that takes place like in the same time period um, in like in the United States. 
And so, and it's kind of funny because it will drop hints in it. And he'll be like, you know, he'll be like, oh, we heard of this, like, you know, something weird happening over on Long Island, which is where the Greek camp is or whatever, mm. but shout out to Long Island. Yeah. Um, <laughs> shout out. And then they wrote the Norse mythology one, and in the Norse mythology one, the main character is the cousin of one of the main characters from Percy Jackson, huh. Annabeth Chase's girlfriend. Mm. It's shout out to Annabeth. And then they talk about how their family has, like, a long history of being involved with gods. I, I never guess. read the Norse mythology one. I yeah, didn't know that was a thing. Is that new? I'm going to say a spoiler alert, but it happens in the first ten pages. The main <laughs> character dies, and then and then he, but he, like, is still alive, because in Norse mythology, when you die to hero's death, you, you like, go to, go to Valhalla. Valhalla, and you spend, like, uh, training for Ragnarok. And so Ragnarok, I don't know. I know the yeah. hell out of that, because I, I played God of War. Right, so it's just so like, yeah, the whole thing, he's like technically dead, but he's like still walking around and stuff, like you can still like talk to people, it's kind of confusing. Hmm. So. I liked how the books always like incorporated real world things, like uh, the Empire Staple thing was like the way to get to Mount Olympus. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so everything takes place in New York, that's the funny thing, is they joke like the Greek gods are all in Manhattan, and then... The Egyptian books take place in, like, the Bronx or something. Well, they're, like, headquarters is in the Bronx oh, or really? something. And then... Um, I love the Romans in D.C., right? The, no, the Romans... The camp was out in California. Shout out to California. Shout, Shout out to California. Something's in D.C., I thought. They, the thing is, they travel a lot in the okay. books. So, like, they yeah. definitely went to D.C. and, like... Hades might be in D.C., man. <clears throat> Honestly, underworld, duh. <laughs> anyway... But, yeah. Transition. No, the Norse mythology is in Boston. Oh, shout out oh. to Boston. Shout out oh. to Boston. Dude, who knows, man? I might run into the, the Norse mythology <clears throat> camp. Yeah, so Josh, you're an up-and-coming Boston guy, aren't you? So if you die a heroic death, you might get to go. It's the only one way to find out. <laughs> <laughs> into the barrel and overnight. Into the barrel. falls <laughs> <laughs> like, oh. I think that counts as a hero. That's death. definitely a warrior's death. <laughs> That's weird. I don't know. Does the North Miso- Norse, North, Norse mythology one, does it follow, like, because there's, like, you know, like, kind of, like, the children's version of, like, mythology, and then there's, like, the adult, like, like, Thor, like, slaughtered all the giants and stuff. <laughs> I mean, because, like, I know about the regular, like, Norse mythology from, like, uh, Marvel comics, right. and that kind of loosely follows, like, who's related to who, yeah. but then you play, like, uh, I don't know, no one's played God of War here. Mm-hmm. Great game on PS4. Highly recommend. Unreal. Also great game on PS3, but I never played it because I was an Xbox guy. Mm. But like... Thanks for that. God of War is originally in Greek mythology, but it moves to Norse mythology because he leaves uh, for whatever reason. He kind of ends the world in the third one. But like... But like... I think like the really great part about that game is that like there's many... It's an open world game and you're traveling to all these different places and whenever you're like on this boat traveling like down... You're in this giant lake and moving from place to place, you have this talking head at your waist that will just while you're going somewhere will tell you like a random like real tale of norse mythology and mm-hmm. like so I educational game edu- it was i mean yeah maybe it was educational because it's like of course it's like this is rated m game they're not going to hide any details and they like tell you like what like the norses actually wrote about their like uh their gods Hmm. So the technical term is not the Norses. <laughs> I was gonna ask you about that. <laughs> I don't know. What is the technical term? The Norse, Norse people or, gen- or the, the Vikings. Oh, the Vikings. The Vikings. That's that's a cool name. Um, oh, so obviously okay. it is a kids book. So, but you know they talk about like killing giants and stuff. The big thing is in, I think in, you know in Greek mythology it was like monsters died, but then they always could come back. They would end up coming back later on, like they reform in in the monster hell. Um, mm, solid. But so I think in Norse hot. mythology it was a similar thing where like. They would talk about, like, Thor killed a giant, but, like, that giant came back 2,000 years later or something. True. So there, there was definitely, like, 
killing of things, but they didn't talk about, like, super gruesome stuff. Mm. I like the Norse mythology series because it kind of made the Norse gods seem really dumb. They're not like, smart, for sure. Like, like they made them sound, like, kind of really annoying and dumb. Like, it was kind of funny. They're definitely, like, brutes. Yeah, I mean, like, that's also kind of weird because the Except Norse for... the Norse gods, it's like for the Romans and the Greeks, they're, like, the same gods. Yeah. But, like, the Norse gods are definitely different. Though well, I guess right. the Egyptian gods. Loki. Lo- Loki's obviously smart. Yeah, Loki's a trickster, he's for a sure. Trickster. Is Loki, so Loki's a real, like, myth- Yeah, he's a giant. Yeah. He's a giant. He's, yeah, he's a giant what? that was, like adopted by the gods or something yeah and then, and then when they slaughter and then he's like the worst and he like i don't know caused a bunch of trickery and then they like he screwed someone over and then his like eternal punishment was he was like chained to a rock with a snake dripping venom on his face for eternity so, like, sounds like prometheus was the prometheus was the aren't they, yeah, the are they not like brothers is that just the they're, marvel they are adopted Atlas brothers in marvel they're adopted brothers too. Uh, okay. well i was gonna who's the guy who pushes the rock up the uh the hill for all eternity Al- no no alice holds the world syphilis syphilis it's sisyphus sisyphus that's sisyphus yeah it's sisyphus greek mythology is kind of funny yeah it's pretty entertaining but yeah, there's a lot of like, yeah, like that. That guy's like all of eternity, like chasing a rock up a hill and then getting crushed by it. And then there's like another guy who's like, his punishment was like, he's standing in like a lake of water that's up to his chest and there's like fruit hanging down. But if he goes for the water, it goes away. And if he goes for the fruit, it like goes up. And so he can never eat or drink for like all of eternity. <laughs> I don't remember. That's ideal. Yeah, I, nice. I've heard that too. Yeah. The ancient people were kind of they're like smart they're like smarter than like everyone ever ever gives credit to them for like i think like they're like three thousand even though they didn't know as much like i think from individual to individual they had to like know a lot more like we collectively like eight almost eight billion people like know a ton of random stuff right. of knowledge but like back in the day like you had to like they didn't have writing so they had to just know like oral. oral things and like have insane memories and they also like some of them had to like know how to hunt and like make all kind of crafts with their hands to make bread and how to survive. I don't know how to make bread. So how to plant things. Actually, and like, I went to a bread making class. I think really like without a lot of things that we have to do day to day, like they saved a lot of time and probably like we're like I, I mean I sit at home a lot and just do, do like nothing. But like when you live in like Greece, like there's you could just kind of go out and walk and like talk to people. And then so like uh, I don't know I was just reading a book that like they would always like send like, explorers out like the they would act like kind of Greek-speaking people would send, like, explorers, like, down the coast of Africa, which I had no clue they actually did. Like, that doesn't make any sense to me that, like, because I always imagine them not having very good ocean-faring boats. But then they do. And then, like, if you ever read uh, Herodotus, like, his, like, eight volumes of the histories... As one does. As one just casually does. Yeah. I don't know. They're, they're, like, they, just, they, like, do weird things because they don't have, like, real science. And, like, so they, like, have a lot of things that are, like, like uh, masked by, like, traditional beliefs. And so they wanted to figure out, like, if... Uh, I don't know if did I mentioned this podcast. It was like they wanted to figure out what the most OG spoken language was, whether it was like Egyptian or if it was uh, like one of the Babylonian language, like Sumerian or something. Mm-hmm. And so they, so they they took two babies, two twins, and just put them in a house in the middle of the desert. And the only time they would ever get like fed or had water was they would just send a person over and like feed them, but would never speak. And they waited for these babies to start talking, and they waited for like wh- whether one of the like either one of them would speak a word. That was either Egyptian or Sumerian. I feel like and that's, it, that's a weird way to test it. It's a weird way to test it, yeah. Because why would... 
why would you assume that it would language would develop the same way it did? Well, they 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 assumed they assumed that language was just like like some like innate thing for humans, like a dog. That like eventually like this baby would start talking. <clears throat> it actually turned out I think the baby talked Egyptian. It said like the word for like cow, which is like eventually if a baby talks enough like crap, it's gonna say right. like a word. Like if he said the word for cow, but there was no cow nearby, <laughs> they were not drawing a cow or something. I mean, baby, like, the, the ancient people. So that's really traumatizing. The ancient done people all the studies about how babies need like nourishment and to be talked to all the time. The ancient people need needed did, relied more on certain thoughts than actual science but they did do a lot of things like they built the pyramids which no one understands how they did nope. aliens aliens they aliens. might have dragged it on giant sleds yeah like ancient greek uh sculptures are like really good too only like remade like possible in the renaissance yeah. the roman ones you ever watch the history channel <laughs> no. <laughs> Not anymore. they talk a lot i about used aliens. to now they just talk about aliens See? it's terrible either aliens or hitler and yeah. where he is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not a fan of that. For a friend, I'd like to ask what you meant by that question. Where he still is. There's a show called Hunting Hitler on uh, the History Channel that's very popular. And well, I think he's in, like, Argentina or something. I feel like we all collectively agreed that he was dead. Well, yeah, yeah, we did, no, yeah. See, but that's what the government, the government wants you to think. So. <laughs> the I History mean, Channel, they know best. I feel like they really, they really, really... Oh, you know, bring that point home in uh, in in Hebrew school at my synagogue. They were like really big on reminding like, us of that. Like Hitler is God. <laughs> like everyone, repeat after me: Hitler could not have survived. You know he's dead. He's not in Argentina. Yeah, that's the that's Jewish propaganda for you. Yeah, that's true. That's what they want. He's still around. Mecca Hitler. Mega Hitler. Well, so did that, that happen? Not okay. Not Hitler. Obviously, <laughs> yeah, Hitler's still around. Like, very recent, like in the last like five years, like discovered some like someone who'd been like a concentration camp guard, like hiding out in Argentina, and like brought him to trial. But I think like, that was a thing. A lot of them happened, fled no, that, to South America. Yeah, no, no, yeah, it's a big. But that ha- they found someone and tried them, and I thought it was like recently. Maybe it wasn't. I think I remember something like that. But, like, the Argentina thing... Super, I think by now they're all so old that they're dying. Maybe this was, like, in the 90s. But. It's like, yeah, like, they give them a life sentence, but they're, like, 92. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, I think the, the way that the Hunting Hitler show works is that they, like, build up the whole show that, like, oh, we're gonna find Hitler. Like, there's all this, like, Nazi stuff in South America. And then, like, the last one minute is just, like, a paragraph, with, like, really fine text that says, like, Hitler died in World yeah. War II. <laughs> <laughs> good, good, good. No lie. Right. Glad we cleared that up. Yeah. This is the longest the podcast has ever been. Oh, really? Because yeah. I need to go soon. Yeah, we're like one hour 33. I think the oh most... Oh, my God. The most, <laughs> I gotta go right now. The most we've been Shut is that shit down. an hour 20. Do we have an outro? Well, we have to we have to listen through and make sure it sounds... Oh, yeah. Okay. Do we have an outro? Do we have an outro? <laughs> <laughs> we doing it? Three, two... Goodbye. One... <laughs>